Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Sam Spade from the Midnight Devils and Sniper from the Midnight Devils. It's great to be chatting to you this evening. Can you tell us what you're currently doing and why? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's awesome to be talking to you, especially uh, being that we're out on the road right now. Finally, after about a year of uh, sitting around due to the pandemic, we are finally heading to Chicago to begin recording our sophomore album. Uh, Chips Enough is going to be producing it, and we are basically just driving all night tonight. That sounds insane. Okay, then, so to anyone new to your band here in the UK, how would you describe your band's sound to people and who? Yeah, we are... uh, we're a glam rock party band. We play boogie woogie uh, style, just in your face, uh, down and dirty rock and roll. It's lipstick covered, glitter smeared. It's it's basically a, an over the top rock and roll party. That's like proper rock, yeah. screaming, screaming and kicking from the eighties up to the present day. Yeah, and you having chips enough helping you. Yeah, how much of an influence is enough? Is enough? and bands like Poison, etc., to your sound? Oh, huge, huge. Chips Enough uh, has taken us out on a bunch of shows. We've done a bunch of shows with those guys. And being able to, you know, say Chips our friend and, and just learn from what that band does. You know, we watch how they succeed, how they put on shows, how they treat their fans, how they interact with everybody. You just pick up little, little tidbits along the way. And uh, if it's been successful for this long, you know, he must be doing something right. And the that goes along with with bands like Poison and Motley Crue and and White Snake and, and all these cool you know big guitar driven rock and roll bands. It, it really is what we do and what we love to do. First and foremost, we're fans of that style of music, and then we kind of add in our own uh, hyper glam style to it and mix in some punk rock and some old school boogie woogie Elvis style, and and it brings out we just call it ass shaking music. That's what it is. It gets people's ass shaking. It is totally awesome, man. And like I was brought up into metal and everything in the eighties, so I remember mm-hmm. Poison, and Motley Crue and everything first time ran past the Pussycat. Big Faster Pussycat fan, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was great, great to get a mail from you and and to see your video for Pink Halo. It's really interesting and very non PC, <laughs> very non politically correct. That's yeah, what my mom's. That's what my mom told me too. Yeah, she goes, you know, you guys are doing drugs in the video, and I go, Mom, it's not drugs, it's glitter, it's a joke. You know, we're not we're not trying to take it seriously. And I think that's the cool thing about this band is that, first of all, it's we're three friends that love hanging out together, and this is a big party for us, and and, and we enjoy the celebration as much as the audience does. And that's really what we don't take it too seriously because at the end of the day, rock and roll is supposed to be a fun. Absolutely, mate. That's what I was saying. I mean, it's it's fun and it's like heart back to the old days when we didn't have all this political crap. You know, exactly. politically correct bull, bullshit. I hate it, mate. But do you ever get much grief from the politically correct brigade or Yeah. Leave? And especially where we're from in uh in the Midwest and being called the Midnight Devils and uh dressing in glam fashion, you know, people think that uh, well, they hired a bunch of cross-dressers or drag queens, to which I think is really cool anyways. But uh, there's also like people that think we're devil worshippers or uh, out to steal their children or, or anything like that. And we kind of welcome that, that publicity because I think it's a cool thing. You know, Kiss got it when they were, when they were big, and uh, it turns around and we're getting it too. Yeah, mate, I remember it all. I remember um, 
all of the fucking advertised ad- with the Snyder going to court and all of that. I remember it. Yeah, and it's just, just good time, good time rock and roll, which is how the world should be and how it should be without ever having to answer to everyone. Oh, that's not right. That's not you know. Get a exactly. sense of humor, man. Get a sense of humor. Yeah. Anyway, so we just to- we just stopped at a gas station here uh, in the Midwest and. Sniper and I walked out into the gas station to get some dinner, and everybody looked at us like we were aliens. But that's pretty new. I think we get used to that after a while. Yeah, man, absolutely. Okay, then, so can you tell us about the EP that you've had out recently? And can you tell us a bit about the songs that feature on it, especially Pink Halo? Yeah, uh, is the, the debut record that we put out is, is Something Bigger, and that was released, uh, I believe, late 2018, and uh, the single Pink Halo was the first, the second single we put out. The first single was a song called Generation Dirt. Pink Halo was a song that we had kind of put together in that boogie-woogie, faster pussycat bathroom wall vibe. And we wanted something that was just, that moved and grooved and, and really was just drenched in sleaze and, and, and rock. That, that's really what it was. I had the idea. I kind of had the chord structure. I brought it into Sniper. He goes, oh, yeah, I, I totally get what you're doing. Let me let me work on this and he brought it back in and he put in that moving guitar part that really kind of keeps the momentum of the song shaking and that's what we want the song's not about anybody in particular it's kind of about a bunch of a bunch of girls over the course all good all good okay (laughs) so is your glam slam partying group going to be hitting the road soon and would you like to try and get over to the uk i mean i noticed that you're sort of by canada so do you go up there a lot for tours we don't that's a very good question we don't get to canada because our drummer jimmy mess has uh legal issues and canada is very strict about like say you get a dui you're not allowed into canada so i don't think it's we got to go through some big hoops to get our band into canada but as far as the uk tour our biggest goal for this year or for next year is to get the midnight devils into europe to play overseas because i i feel that uh the music especially the kind of rock and roll that we play is still relevant and still well received where here in the States, it's, it's always a fight. Every show we play is a fight. I can imagine, man, especially uh, central Europe, Belgium, where I go to a lot, Holland, those sort of places you go down a storm. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we played, we played with the, we toured with the choir boys last year and yeah. they, they said the same thing, you know, we, and we had watched videos of them playing to thousands of people in in uh in europe and they come here to the states and they're playing to a couple hundred now they're one of the best bands we've ever seen live and yeah. it was really cool to be playing with them but we're like man we need to come back over to the uk with you guys and, and start doing some shows over there absolutely agree yeah i think choir boys are sort of a hard rock hell in wales uh, it's like a festival over here and it was yeah. and they were like i mean i was never, was never a big fan of this to be honest with you but mm-hmm. that they were amazing just the, the energy and everything yeah yeah that'd be good a- man it surprised us the first time we, we uh, did a show with them. Like, the first night of the tour, we were like, we don't know how this is going to go out. And they come out and just knocked our socks off. And we're like, oh, this is going to be a good month-long tour that we got with these guys because it was a really, really good band that played great rock and roll music. You know, it, we fit in perfectly. Uh, next one, man. When did you first get introduced to glam rock stroke metal? And can you remember your first ever performance? Yeah, uh, I was introduced probably when I was... Uh, in eighth grade, uh, so I would say 15, maybe 13, 14, uh, a buddy of mine, well, I, I went to a private school and they would show you like uh, propaganda on how rock and roll was bad. And it was 
essentially affecting the youth to, to worship the devil. It did the complete opposite for me, and it really intrigued me. And I'm like, I know that this isn't devil-worshipping music, but I love how this is upsetting, you know, uh, upsetting the status quo. So that really hooked me into my buddy Brian, uh, a copy of Dream, and it was all from there. I'm hooked on this, this is what I want to do. And that kind of led into bands like the New York Dolls and Sweet and Slade and, and kind of turned me on to all these punk rock bands, these the godfathers of glam rock. And that was like, I go, okay, I, I think I found my place. When the first show I ever did, I joined a punk band when I was 16. And I was like the one glam dude in a punk band wearing fishnets and uh, makeup and everything like that with a bunch of, uh, you know, spiky haired punk rockers. But it worked, you know, it still works because it's from the heart. So were you brought up like in the Bible Belt over there then? Yeah, yeah, right right in the middle of the country uh, is a state called Nebraska, and that's where Sniper and I uh, grew up and we were raised, and it's a very uh, conservative part of the country. We, we love it here. It's, it's quiet, it's easy, and we get to travel, you know, to either coast is only 20, 24 hours by car. So it's, it's very beneficial for us to live here. It's not on the side, like it's not on the wild side. That's the only the drawback. You know, it's very like things close at nine o'clock and uh, there's not a lot to do except for on the weekends. But for us, it, it works. Right. So have you never fancied like getting to Los Angeles, down on the Sunset Strip and all of that sort of stuff? Yeah, we did. Uh, in, I would say, 2018, 2019, we actually we had booked a tour and uh, went all the way down and played uh, the, the Viper Room in L.A. Played yeah. just unbelievable seeing uh, the Midnight Devils on the marquee on the Sunset Strip played the Viper Room. There's all these old school glam rockers there. And we played this awesome show, got done in full makeup, went down to the rainbow and did the whole, the whole thing, partied at the rainbow all night. Totally kicked us out. It was really what it's all about. Totally, man, totally. Okay, can you tell us what bands influenced you the most i think i've already got that faster pussycat boys and motley crew am i right mm -hmm. yeah yeah kiss and acdc but there were also you know punk bands like the ramones and and the clash and the sex pistols that really you know were kind of a double-edged sword where we can kind of draw on those influences you know down the nitty-gritty when it gets down to it cool. so where did the midnight devils name come from and did you have any other names we didn't. Sniper and I were in a, a uh, like 80s hair metal cover band. All we did was covers, and we played three or four hours a night, and it, it was great. Like we had a good time. We made a lot of money, but at, to a point, we plateaued out, and it wasn't going anywhere. We could play in in Nebraska and Iowa, and that was it. And we thought there's got to be something something else down the road. We got to be our our own bosses, our own uh, our own managers. And we put together a band. Or we, we released a record with that band called Just Midnight Devils. And I, I told Sniper one day in the dressing room, I think we should put together a band called The Midnight Devils, like The Rolling Stones, The the Who. And, and that was it. We just put The in front of it, and that was history. Excellent. Okay, next one, then. We're going to go on to COVID just a little bit. If you were stuck in quarantine for a year with any musician, alive or dead, who would be with you? I've I've had this question before, and I would I'm gonna answer this. No, I'm gonna answer this. No, I'm gonna answer this in a different way. It's like what what three famous people, including musicians, would you want to have dinner with? And I said I think it'd be funny to have dinner with David Lee Roth, Will Ferrell, and Jack Black. I think that would be the funnest dinner you could ever have. 
Yeah, man, not much food to get eaten, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can you finish this sentence for me? Everybody needs the Midnight Devils in their lives because... Because we are rock hard. That's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> because we're glam as fuck. That's it. Excellent. All right. Uh, where am I getting it? Go to the next one. Okay. So who would be your ultimate touring buddies? Uh, I think at this point, you know, we, we were really trying. We were gunning for that uh, Faster Pussycat tour before the virus hit. I think that would be one of the bands that uh, really would we would match well with. You know, it's glam, it's it's rock and roll, it's boogie-woogie. We're huge fans of Faster Pussycat. I believe doing uh, a tour with them or LA Guns at this level would would be like a dream come true. Obviously, there's like the, the heavyweights, Van Halen, Kiss, all those th- those those monster, monster bands. But just anybody that kind of brings, brings the circus and brings the wild and brings the energy that's still real and from the heart, that's really what we aspire to uh, to do shows with. Brilliant. Give me four words to describe you. The rock and roll princess. <laughs> Excellent. So just five questions now. Okay, yeah. so festival or small intimate gig? Festival. I love I love the party festivals. The parties after the festivals. Yeah, man. Pizza or beer? Pizza, definitely. Poison or Motley Crue? Poison. Glam metal or classic metal? Glam metal, definitely. The last one, pink halo or no halo? Depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> Depends on what her name is. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love that answer. Right, I want to thank you for your time. Sorry we couldn't do this the other day. I've been shit tied down at work. Oh, that's um, no, all right. Do you have any? Make sure you send us the album for review. That'd be sure. really good. Make sure you do that. As soon as it's done, get it over to us um, by email, whatever. Do you have any final words for your fans and our? Sorry, start again. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Uh, I just thank you very much uh, for taking the time to do this interview with me. Thank you to all the listeners and everybody out there. You know, I think that we've been through hell and back this last year, and that rock and roll in general, music the arts, everything is going to come back and there's going to be a renaissance and people are creating stuff right now, putting stuff out that they've been working on for a year. Just keep your eyes out. We're bringing the party. The wheels are already in motion. And uh, if you see some dudes rolling around in, uh, in pink lipstick and glitter, you know, the midnight devils are in town. You're in for a good time. 